TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We're going to get out to our uh, next guest right now, and I think uh, people that have followed Major League Baseball, this gentleman played a number of years in the big leagues, and now uh, the Padres are very fortunate to have him as a member of their organization. He's the manager of the Lake Elsinore Storm. We head out to the SDCCU uh, fan hotline. Tony Tarasco joins us on 97.3 The Fan. Tony, good morning, and uh, thanks for coming on. Good morning, top of the morning to you. Thanks for having me on. Hey, good ball game last night. You guys got a nice five to one victory, huh? Yeah, it was a nice ball game. Um, especially when Patino came out and threw the game that he did and the hitters played and hit with unity. Um, it's really fun to be a part of that. Hey, uh, Tony, it looks like you guys are sitting like four games under five hundred right now at 14 and 18. A uh, little bit of an up and down year. Uh, you guys, uh, after you know coming out of the gate a little bit slow, you kind of picked it up. And uh, it's just been kind of inconsistent right now. Is that fair to say? Uh, yeah, you know, it takes sometimes it takes teams a little bit uh, a little bit of time to kind of join in harmony and like synchronicity. Um, so you know, we've had good pitching sometimes and poor hitting, and we've had good hitting and poor pitching. So uh, just trying to get these guys on the same page and making it time time up so it carries us through the rest of the year. Uh, you mentioned uh, Luis Patino. Uh, tell us a little about him. We've uh, you know obviously heard about him, read about him, uh, but uh, kind of give us your uh, thumbnail sketch of him. Well, I mean, first of all, you got a really good athletic build on this pitcher. Um, you know, the kid is a very good-looking kid. He oozes charisma when he goes out on the field. You can. As a fan, you can definitely connect to his energy and his commitment to his pitching. Um, his fastball is electric. It's got a life on it. And his off-speed stuff works really well. Uh, let's talk uh, about a guy that everybody has been talking about. And I know his last time out, he uh, had a no-hitter going. Of course, you can't let a guy go too deep into a, a minor league game with a pitch count and wanting to take care of a number one pick. But tell us uh, your thoughts initially on uh, Mackenzie Gore and uh, how's he faring so far up there? You know, there's a there's a tremendous amount of grit for a kid huh. that age. Um, you know, the kid is just built tough. Um, it's you know it's a it's a there's no uh, there's no tassels hanging off the glove. I mean this is like you know put your cleats on, spit on your hands. Here huh. I am, come next you type of kid. I mean his numbers have been unbelievable. He's three and zero with a one uh, fifteen ERA right now. Thirty one and a third innings pitched, fifteen hits, uh, only given up one homer to this point. And uh, boy, it looks like his control's been fantastic. Only uh, six walks right now in the thirty one and a third innings with forty five punchouts. Well, yeah. I mean, anytime you get in an electric arm and you got a good curveball like him, you're you're excited as an organization. But then you really head over heels when you find out that the kid can actually <laughs> command it. Um, so I've, it's been a pleasure to watch him pitch. Again, you know, he plays with a different type of intensity, and it's contagious to the rest of the team. So when he goes out, I, I usually see the team play just as well behind him when he's pitching. Tony, I've seen some tape on him. That that curveball's like ridiculous. How about his changeup? How's his changeup coming along? 
Uh, you know, the changeup was beautiful. Um, he has a great combination in which he uses them. Um, he keeps the ball down in the zone. And from what I can see from the dugout, it's real difficult to pick up the the spin on his changeup. Well, obviously, the uh, the players so far in the California League, they haven't picked it up either, that's for sure. Hey, what's the toughest part about uh, managing uh, in the California League, managing uh, Class A, which is a very high level of Class A, I might add? I mean, you know, we've seen a lot of guys. Well, Nick Margavich is one. I mean, he pitched up there last year, and he's pitching in the big leagues right now. And I don't think people really realize how good the California League is. I do because I go up there every year and uh, watch a few games when I get an opportunity. But talk a little bit about your job at the minor leagues and all the things that you and your staff are asked to do on a daily basis. Uh, well, you know, first off, you know, like the next level up is double A. And, you know, this is that – this is kind of like that last time they get to stop in and polish in on a lot of different parts of their game besides what's going on in the field, right? Their professionalism, their mental skills, um, how they how they prepare themselves in between starts. Like all of those things start to get rounded off. This is also the area where you start to see that manhood come in a little bit more as well. So um, the organization has – really moved forward, not only developing these guys at a faster pace um, on the field, but I think what goes on off the field is a big part of it, the professional development, um, what they do in the strength and training department. You know, all of those things kind of merge into this freeway here that we got leading these guys back down the 15 to San Diego. And, And you do see it often. You see these guys play a season here and maybe Sometimes a half a year later or maybe just one full year later, they whammo, they land in San Diego. It's pretty amazing. I mean, we're looking at Nick Margavichus right now, and, uh, you know, he, he was up there in Elsinore last year. Uh, you can maybe talk a little bit about him, but he only pitched one game above A ball, and granted it was in the California League. He pitched in that one Texas League playoff game last year only because Logan Allen got moved to AAA. Right. You, you see how that goes? I mean, Paddock is another mention in that, too, right? So, um, again, you can see guys really take off from here. Um, you know, everybody grows at their own pace. So there, there are times where you can actually see guys repeat this level as well because this is a real important, you know, polishing off of these guys. And, um, you know, it takes some time, and but there's a lot of growth here. I think the difficult thing, the one thing that, pitchers and hitters have to learn in this league is you know you're not playing 12 13 teams there's only a a few teams you're playing so you're making constant adjustments and once you learn how to adapt from week to week or from series to series you immediately start start to see players having more success. Tony, I want you to talk a little bit uh, for the fans. I don't think they really understand uh, what a minor league manager does. You're talking about, you know, trying obviously uh, uh, continuing to hone the fundamentals and talk to the guys about being a professional and, and leading the way, but I don't think a lot of people understand when the final out of a minor league game is complete and everybody, uh, hopefully you win, you go out, shake hands, everybody's uh, happy in the clubhouse. The, the night's not over for the manager and for the, the coaches. They're still there having to file reports. Talk a little bit about what you have to do after each and every ball game to report back to the front office. Well, you know, that, starting with the front office, you know, um, 
we would we as a staff in Elsinore in the minor leagues um, get really great direction from our front office. So if you, at any moment when you get direction and a front office lays down the skeleton as our front office does, it's really easy to craft in between those bones in order to build this body on this on this organization. So you take that first, and then I'm also supported by a really committed and talented staff. Um, down here so i wouldn't be able to achieve any of the things that we have going on without that support from that staff so all of us group together um and, and we work on player plans or we work on specific things that we're trying to move the needle on each year um, as well as teaching them the regular part of the game each player has specific things that we want to hone in on for the entire season and it's our job as a staff to make sure we attack those things every day and try to progress them we're visiting with Tony Tarasco. He's the manager of the Lake Elsinore Storm. Uh, and if you haven't been up to see the Storm, you owe it to yourself. You love baseball. You need to get up to the diamond in Lake Elsinore because it's a great setting, a great product, and a lot of fun for uh, anyone that uh, has been around baseball. And again, like I said earlier, for uh, young uh, boys and girls, if they're aspiring young uh, ball players, baseball players, softball players, Great way to go up there, get to interact with the ball players and the coaching staff as well. Hey, I wanted to ask you a little bit about your catcher, Luis uh, Camposano, uh, doing a heck of a job for you right now. Yeah, he's a beast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, he's he's uh, he's a, he's a very uh, quiet kid. You know, his, his demeanor you don't get a lot of expression out of him. Um, when he walks up to the plate, he's got Reggie Jackson-like intent um, when he tries to swing the bat. I mean, he's really trying to put a hurting on the baseball. Um, when when he does smile, it lights up the sky. Um, he's a great listener, and he's a diligent worker. So I, I'm enjoying just getting the opportunity to learn from him and, and learn watching what, a, what his type of ball player looks like at a young age before they make that last turn down the stretch. Hey, Tony, I want to go back here for a minute to, uh, to Mackenzie Gore. And, and you talked about, you know, his fastball and, you know, his, his makeup, which is so important. And, and a lot of people, I think, uh, they don't even look at that with some ball players. But I, makeup, to me, has always been absolutely huge. He's got the great curveball. You said the change-up's coming along. I mean, what are the things that he's working on right now down with you that is going to allow him maybe later in the year to go to double-A? And I know, you know, people... They, they read about all these minor league players. Oh, when's this guy going to pitch in the big leagues? When's he going to pitch in the big leagues? But uh, you got to know when the right time to bring up a young guy that's only 20 years of age. But what are some of the things you're really trying to hone in with him on? You know, as, as, part, of, as part of the Padres organization, one of the things and areas that we kind of merge into and we use with our players is we actually spend time with um, a couple of Navy SEAL people throughout the course of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Padres have been great providing that. And one of the things that the Navy SEAL guy says, he says every time he returns home from the mission, you know, they think, he said when, I, when he first started, he thinks he's going to come home and, like, learn some kind of new technique when he, you know, when he goes into training again. He says, but it's about the routine. It's about the re- repeated routine. It's about the execution of that. And those you know, repeating those fundamentals and making sure that they're as crisp as possible are what's going to carry that kid once he gets that call to the major league. So that's what we're concentrating on. Of course, we're trying to execute some pitches. Uh, you know, he's constantly working on holding his, the runners. So he's, he's always looking for that. I mean, the kid comes into the park every day 
you know, with a really incredible growth mindset. Uh, Tony, last question. I'll let you get out of here. We'll look forward to doing this again a little bit later in the season. But I have to ask you, and for fans that may have forget, 1996, the American League Championship Series, you're playing right field for Baltimore. The 12-year-old kid, Jeffrey Mayer, leans over, definitely interferes with a home with a ball that you probably were going to catch. It was ruled a home run. I believe, uh, if off the top of my head, Richie Garcia was the uh, umpire out there. Uh, I, I, I think that's correct. I'd like to know, what was the conversation with you and Richie Garcia when that took place? Ah, ah, well, this is not serious XM, so I can't use that type of language. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it was a pretty, you know, it was an intense conversation. You can imagine, um, you know, I blew my top, so you can imagine what came out of my mouth. As you noticed, though, he never threw me out of the ball game. Right. And, and, I, and I virtually backed him into a corner on that play if you ever watched that replay. So, uh, you know, I'll give you an interesting fact. You want to hear a tidbit? At one point <laughs> in the Padres organization, you not only had myself who was involved in that play, you had Mark Pryor who was a pitching coordinator, and you have Moises Alou as a special assistant <laughs> who were also involved in the play in Chicago. Oh, uh, Steve Bartman. Yeah. So uh, we were all in the same room quite a bit often, so – it's one of those things where, you you know, those uh, Forrest Gump type of moments, right? Oh, that's unbelievable. I had to ask you about that. Hey, the one other thing I did want to ask you about your roster. Uh, I know Javi Guerra, they wanted him to be, uh, you know, they wanted to make him a uh, conversion from shortstop to a pitcher, and they initially put him on your roster, and I know uh, he's temporarily uh, inactive. What is going on with him right now? Is he down in Peoria working on becoming a pitcher? Um, you know, I, I, you'd have to refer to this front office and, and see how his development's going. Okay. And with his transition. Okay, yeah, because I, I know uh, just for, you know, uh, a business purpose, they had to put him on a roster and they put him on Lake Elsinore. So, yeah, I'll check with them. I'm heading out to the ballpark today. You guys are at home tonight against Visalia again? Yes, we are. All right. What time's first pitch tonight? Six o'clock. Okay, very good. So, uh, Padre fans, if they're down here and, and we got a quick ball game, uh, people that want a little bit more baseball, drive up to Lake Elsinore, 6 o'clock. Uh, Visalia taking on the Lake Elsinore Storm. Hey, Tony, thanks so much for the time. We'll look forward to doing this again. Yes, thank you for the call. I enjoyed talking to you. You take care. Look forward to uh, meeting you in person one of these days. Uh, Tony Tarasco, the former uh, big leaguer, now uh, the manager of the Lake Elsinore Storm, and he was joining us on the SDCCU Fan Hotline. You can nominate SDCCU, the best credit union, in the Union Tribune Readers Poll daily at sdccu.com slash nominate Sam County Credit Union. It's not big bank banking. It's better. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.